matchmaker, matchmaker, make me. Oh, 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 Aliza, they're on the recording. Are you there? Are you there? Oh, yes, yes, I'm here. We have to do matchmaker, matchmaker podcast. This is so exciting. Let's go and tackle the tough questions. Not only the little questions, the tough, tough ones. The big ones, big, big ones. Okay, okay, without further ado, let's get to the question of the day. What is the question of the day? That is the question. Dear Aliza and Rabbi, uh-huh. what should you do if you and your partner have different goals and dreams? Don't marry them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what should you do if you're par- different goals and dreams? Okay, can I, I need to dig into this. Yes. Are you ta- like life goals, life ambitions? Are you talking business goals, business in- ambitions, yes. let's, dreams? Let's cover it all. Let's, I like that because the person wasn't specific, but I think this is really important because there are different categories of goals and dreams. I don't know. If I have a life goal that I want to accomplish, I need a life partner to accomplish that. I I don't know that we can have different goals and dreams because my vision, I'll give you a really practical example. I wanted a family. I wanted a bigger-ish family. Big, small, depends on how many, you know, kids you come from. But we have five children and, and I didn't want, you know, just one or two kids. It wasn't what I wanted. If my husband had only wanted one or two kids, I wouldn't have married him. I honestly, I would have said like, you seem almost like my Bashir. But for that one thing, ah, nah, not so much. I would have passed. And I think that story that you just told really, for me, defines something that I say so often Mm-hmm. to singles and to couples right that it's more important where you're going than where you're from yes you want to know that you have the same goals and dreams right the future right the future I, is okay. more important than the past okay i break it down past present future your present needs to have some alignment and your future needs to be heading in a similar or the same direction. However, you don't have to be moving at the same speed. So I describe it like a highway. So we're on the highway and we're going down the road and I'm, we happen to be in different cars this time. We're going to the same destination, right? And I'm going 85 and you're going 65 and you're behind me. But we know we're gonna both land at the same spot. Right. Just maybe not at the same time. And as a couple, we can head in the same direction and one partner's gonna get there faster. We're not, not all couples are matching in pace and speed. But if you're not heading in the same direction, if I'm going north and you're going south, I'm not really sure how that can work. So let's think of examples. Like religious is yeah. a very big deal. It comes up a lot. Yep. Any you background. Know. Right. Any so background. I want to, uh, okay, I'll categorize it like this. I want to lead a more faith-based life and you want to lead a more secular life. So if if you and I live alone and it's just us, there's no kids, Okay, so you can go and do your thing on any, you know, your day of worship and I can just do my thing as long as we both respect each other. I have actually seen that with couples, but with kids you can't. Right. Because with kids, what school are they going to do to? Are they going to go to an after program, a religious program? Are they going to be involved? What about holidays? You know, like there's all sorts of stuff that comes up that it's when it's you and me, we could maybe work something out. When it's you, me and all of we it's a little more complicated and and there has to be a little bit more alignment and not just respect of other, but alignment between us. What if I'm listening to this and saying, this is all wonderful, but I don't know if I have any, I don't know if I have any goals or dreams or aspiration. And maybe you do. Like maybe we're in a relationship and I don't have goals and you do. So what about that? So can I just take on your goals and aspirations? And is that okay? Yeah, actually. I don't, I'm not opposed to that, right? You don't have anything that you're chasing after. I am chasing after this. I am passionate about it. I want this. 
and you're not opposed to that direction because you don't have any strong direction. It's okay as long as you're doing it because it's okay with you. And when you do it for the other person because you think they want or need it, it could become a problem. But because you're like, well, I needed a direction. I was going to pick one anyway. This one's, you know, no better, no worse than any other. And it's better for me because you're my partner. I actually think that could work. Do you disagree? No, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. Yes. But I think that there's more, there's more people who are in that case where you have one person who's really driven. Another one is like, I, I, I'm passive. I don't really care so much about you know, my goals and aspirations, I just want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be alone. Right. Right. So I think it's okay. In that case, I think it's okay. And that's not a bad system. Like it, it can work, but I think it's very rare. I think most people have goals, dreams, and visions, and they're heading in a certain direction. And we really have to find the overlap and we really have to find out what connects. Okay. I don't, so, I don't think most people so let's are, unpack are that. so passive. Let's unpack that. Like how, how, how does that work? I want what I want, and I almost in my own mind have to have a priority list of how important my values, goals, and dreams are to me, and which ones I need to happen now, and which ones are future, and how I, I'm going to call it, randomly intermingle them with my partner's goals, visions, and dreams, and their timeline. Now, since Eliza has a system for everything, I do. do you have a system for this? <laughs> well, yes-ish. No. <laughs> I'm going to take it back. I'm going to say I don't have the system to the nuance and the detail of what we're talking about and what I'd like to create. But now that we talked about it, I, you know, in about a week, I will. <laughs> no, because I think it's so important. Yes. And it's such yes. a common issue. This question is not just uh, an individual question. It's a question that I okay, hear so, so I'm, often. I'm going to give another example, like a real life example so that we can really dig into it more. So we're doing what we're doing now, right? And and we're in this, I'm in this relationship world. I'm doing coaching and matchmaking and the, you name it. We are on top of this. We have programs, we have systems. I started out doing this in my house at night when my kids went to bed at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, right? I did during the day when they were at school and I built this business around my life. And I was like, I was a dabbler as you like to call it. I was just like in it a little bit. And as my kids grew up and now in our life situation, we moved to Israel. My husband isn't working there right now. We didn't figure out a transition for him. We came with the plan of I'll be the one working and he'll build the family for us. And let's just say this is after you're married for 12... 20 years now. We so came to Israel at 18 So this years. is not a new relationship. This is not a new relationship. So this is con which, and, and... which is important because couples have to know that it's constantly happening. It's not like you just figured it out before you were right. married and then you're going to fly with it. Right. No, and I didn't have a life dream of being a professional and being a businesswoman and being in the world. That wasn't my thing. My thing was to be home, to be a wife, to be a mother, to build a family. My biggest dream in the world was to build a family and I am still building my family and the way that we're choosing to build it now is with a stay-at-home dad instead of a stay-at-home mom and I was a stay-at-home mom for 18 years. Wow. And now I'm traveling. I'm here. I'm in Montreal with you and I'm not at home with my family, but I didn't lose my family because our dream, if you want to talk about our vision, our goal, our vision, our goal was to build a family and we wanted to raise our kids. That was actually really important to us not to have nannies and do, we wanted to be there for our children. And I've been home for 18 years doing that and I loved it. And then when we transitioned and we moved to Israel, I said, you know what? I think that my business is portable and yours is not. And I love what I'm doing and I'm passionate about it. My husband's like, you're doing the most important job in the world, sweetheart. And I'm like, oh yes, I know, I know, I love it. Right? I'm so excited. And I said, okay, so I'm going to now work full time, but we're still going to accomplish our dream, but in a much different way than we ever thought. 
Okay, you're home, you're cooking, you're doing lunches, you're doing carpool, you're with the kids, you're gonna raise them right now, and I'm gonna be the one that comes home at six o'clock for dinner. And, and we, are, we have this goal, this family goal, this dream of how to build our lives together, but we actually switched roles, which is a huge transition for us, enormous. But it actually works because it didn't change the goal, it changed the players. Hmm. And I think that sometimes when you have the same vision and you have the same goal, you have to just maneuver the players on the field. Something that is a value that comes out of just listening to your story is flexibility. Yes. It's the ability, like your husband, I'm assuming, was a career person for all these years. His whole life. So, he, I mean, we joked. I'm like, you're going to do a sabbatical year when we move to Israel and then you'll figure out how to work. And then I was like, actually, no, my business is picking up. You're going to do two sabbatical years. And now the running joke is, I think when you get to three sabbatical years, they call it retirement. You know, <laughs> like, we, we don't know. We're, exactly. We're, and we're not, make, we're not even making a decision because we don't have to make a decision. We're only making a decision for today. What's going to happen for this next week, this next month, this next six months? I would love to just dig into this a bit o only because I think this is something that happens so often in relationships where you need that flexibility. Like it's not always going to be the same. Your relationship story is not yes. a linear story. No. It's a fluid story. If we didn't have flexibility, we couldn't have made an international move. We evaluated our situation. His business was in Philadelphia, which is very far from Israel and very difficult to run. And so we closed it. And now, we took a business that was able to be portable. Mine was always a portable how did business. That, did that process happen immediately or was it a gradual oh, it process? Was like a gra yeah, it went from him working full-time and, and me working very part-time to, you know, reaching 50-50. And from 50-50, 75-25, and then 100-0. How of. long did that take? That's a really good question. I I casually started do, dabbling, dabbling, dabbling in 2007 in this industry, in 2011. Hold on a second. So how many years ago was that? 15 years ago? 14 what, years ago? What year is it? <laughs> it's 15 years ago. 16 years ago. It's, 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 it's 2023, Rabbi. I'm, I'm sorry. 16, 16 years, years ago. And then in 2011, it was like, I think I'm going to start a business. I'm not just dabbling in so, this. So in 2011, 27 to 2011, I'm, I'm only, yeah. I'm focusing on this yeah. because I think it's an important to hear the process. Let's say in 2011, what percentage was he working and what percentage were you working? Like where oh, was this? Oh no, he, okay. So he is still working and earning all of the money. I was like, I'm going to start a business instead of dabbling and so just talking a, to people. I did it as a chesed. It's I did still it with 100 no zero. business. It's still 100, 100 zero. zero. So you dabbled for four years, but did... Really, it wasn't a business. It wasn't. It was a chesed. Okay. It was built as a kindness project and not as a business. Okay. So in you were just, in 20, I'm doing God's in work. In 2011, I hired a business coach. And I said, I have to take this kindness that I'm doing and I have to turn it into a business because I want to do it seriously. Conscious? Did you, were you guys always wanting to move to Israel and that's why you did this? Or it just kind of happened? It's interesting. Yes, we always wanted to move to Israel. And yes, we had a plan in our, uh, no, we didn't have a plan. We had a thought or a, a commitment that we were going to move to Israel. I didn't in 2011 say, I'm going to build this business because when we move to Israel, I'll be able to have my business. I didn't, I should have had that in mind because that's brilliant. <laughs> but I, I didn't consciously build the business because of that. I built it because it was my passion and I was chasing doing something that was deeply meaningful and important to me. And then 
2011, 2012, 2013, I went through a legally registering my business. I did a business accelerator course. I launched my business with an organization in Philadelphia called Tribe 12. They helped me to get out there into the world. You know, I got in the newspaper and, and it was like, it felt like, oh, I'm doing something more than like mommy at home and on the phone at night doing work. So Are you speak. making money yet with this business? Uh, in, in 2012? Yes, yes. And I wrote my first book. 2012, I have coaching clients. And 2013, So what, let's just say with your book. income, what, what are we at now? 90, uh, 10? Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly that. Okay, so so now it's starting to like, we now see the seeds the are blossoming. We're moving the meter. Okay, and then? And then slowly from, let's call it 2013 until we're now 2023. Slowly it went from 90, you know, like maybe... There, there was a jump during COVID. There was a jump during, you know, let's say I hit, well, because I'm going to tell you we hit 25.75, okay? As a baseline where I was bringing in 25% and he was bringing in 75%. And that was a good balance for me being a mommy at home. It was a perfect balance to be a wife and a mother. And then 2020 came, my husband had had a hip replacement surgery in 2019, in the very end. And he was out of work because his work is physical in nature with installations and he was recovering. Enter pandemic. Enter pandemic, which was kind of like, oh, you can't work anyway. And you have a new hip, which you need to heal anyway. And enter everybody being online. And I started doing online webinars and the numbers went way up and people were like, whoa, they had, there's nothing to watch. So any new content, people consumed like crazy. And that's when my business jumped to, you know, he, he it really jumped from almost 25% to 75% because he had jumped down so low so quickly because of his hip. Hmm. So there was a huge shift. And, and then come Israel, it was only at Israel that we really shifted out and and I said okay I'll take I'll take this on and you take on the family because these are our values again it's not traditional that the man's going to be home with the kids I mean in modern day people are splitting it or it's non-traditionally that the husband will be home but we said no this is it this is and he believes in my mission he said you're doing the most important job in the world and I'm I'm doing it too right because we're raising our family and and this is what's like you can only do this if I do this because that's part of our vision so for someone else to be able to take your story and distill it, I'd like to just analyze this for a moment. Mm-hmm. You have a passion, but he's doing all the work. You have the 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 flexibility at the time. So so let's say you as a couple, because your life is fluid, you don't know where life's gonna go. But right. for some reason, you always wanna have that opportunity or the option. You know, our parents used to say, Oh, you gotta go to university because you have to have something to fall back on, right? Yeah. So today <laughs> maybe it's not only university, but right. it's the gig economy or whatever right. that is. But what what happened is there's a flexibility and a fluidity in your relationship. Yes, you believe you you believe in what each of you are doing. Right, right. Which we is do. really important. That's really big, really big. And you're okay with being able to kind of share that. And then something amazing happens where the seeds yeah. were planted, but there was a necessity. Right. So right. you planted the seeds and right. then and the it, necessity. The necessity came out of the hip replacement, out of COVID and an international move. And it it happened to us naturally. Yeah. It wasn't, we were building, we were growing as it was going to happen, when it was going to happen. 
but it was very fluid and it came from outside influences, right? A hip replacement that then had to create a surgery and a, a international pandemic that stopped the world and, and a choice to make an international move, which was a part of the plan, but how we were gonna make it a reality, we really didn't know. So looking at this couple who just asked us a question about goals and values not being aligned, now, with all of this information yeah. and this conversation, what do you say to them? Pick somebody else. I agree. Pick somebody else. You need to have your goals aligned. You need to have your visions aligned and you need to have fluidity and flexibility. Or maybe you're not ambitious and maybe you're not driven. And, and follow maybe, them. Maybe follow your them. goal and value is just being in a happy, healthy relationship. That's, and that's also okay. Fantastic. That's also okay. But then you need to follow your partner. Right. And you need to be okay with that. That's right. So it sounds like there's two people that have too many non-negotiables and not enough fluidity and not right. enough flexibility. Right. So either decide that we have different goals and values we must separate right. or decide one of us has goals and values that are greater than the other right. and the other one has a value of being in a happy relationship. Right. And values what the other person is doing. Good. Thank you. That was a great, great story. And I, and, and I, I'm thinking that so there's so many couples that that need to like understand these really really core core elements and thank you for sending that question yeah, thank you for thank you. for for prompting this conversation is that it that's the end of the podcast that's it rabbi you got to wait till next week to get another question and you know what maybe people have more questions they should probably send them to us where do they send them matchmaker matchmaker.org how do you spell that oh stop it and what if they want more than just questions or podcasts go to the website you can have a free copy of my book get real get married i'm oh, serious totally free totally free you could pay for it on amazon or you can go <laughs> to the website for free i mean you choose and what's the catch not when well, it's an ebook it's not a print book okay. that's it <laughs> okay that's good and what about if they are having trouble with their dating or their relationships and they want they some want coaching and coaching. support. That, we do that. We do that. Go to matchmakermatchmaker.org. We can help them. But they have to put up with our shenanigans. <laughs> if they're lucky, they'll get both of us. Oh. <laughs> All right. As always, we hope that you find somebody wonderful. And when you do, please message us. Maybe we'll even do their wedding. How great would that be? Um, um.